When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. Are you Bobby? Do you need pets? Is that what you want? Puppy, 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 puppy. Him's a weak puppy. Popping all the peas on puppy. <laughs> Popping the puppy peas. Popping the puppy peas. <laughs> oh, it's squishy. Oh, he's a good boy. He's trying so hard to be a good boy. Come on, buddy. Come on. Come on. Awesome. This is going to be great for you. Right. Everybody. In case you're wondering, yes, uh, Sushi, a 60-pound dog, is in my wife's lap. He's and only his... 55 pounds. Oh, right, right. I don't know. You got a big bone today. <laughs> Welcome to the 2024 Stevie! That's right! <laughs> I'm your host, Steve, and with me is my other host, Izzy. Yeah! And, uh, yeah, today we're just kind of, uh, doing a little review of 2023. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, the usual annual show where we go over the top 20, top movies of uh, 2023, and really looking back at the movies we did, and just, uh, we got our categories we do. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Just trust us. Uh, so yeah, I guess starting off, uh, you want to start off with best movie of 2023 that oh, actually came shit. out this year? Best movie that actually came out? Is it one that we had to watch? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> it has to be one. Uh, I mean, other movies we haven't seen from 2023 that we think might be up for this award we have any? I know like uh, last year, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever probably would have won, but we didn't yeah. watch it until like february when it was streaming yeah i would say i don't even know what came out in 2023 right now so well i've got a top 10 um uh, i could tell you the ones that just missed out on the top 10 though Ooh. maybe that'll help refresh your memory maybe you have some thoughts uh ant-man and the wasp quantumania i didn't watch it you didn't watch it well i did yeah it was all right <laughs> uh evil dead rise i didn't watch it you didn't watch the Evil Dead movie with me? No, you watch a lot of movies without me. Apparently. How about Avatar Way of Water? Didn't no, you watch, didn't watch it. that one. Uh, Last Voyage of the Demeter? Yes. 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 Okay. Whoa, that missed out on the top ten? That missed out on the top ten. These are my rankings. You got your own? All right. I, Would you put it in top ten? or? I don't know. I'll have to see what else came out. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Bros? Oh. All right. Didn't make the top uh, ten? Nope. Uh, Little Mermaid didn't either. Oh, and you liked Little I Mermaid. I did like Little Mermaid. I also like John Wick Chapter 4. Oh, shit. And Creed 3. I didn't watch it. 
You don't? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Number 10, at least according to me. <clears throat> oh, wait. I guess technically. Okay. But I do have Black Panther Wakanda forever in this. But yes, because <laughs> we like watched fourth. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's, that's up at like number four. We'll get to it. Uh, number 10, Cocaine Bear. Yay! Yeah. Um, number nine, M. Thregan. Oh, M. Thregan. But both of those were just a lot fun. Those like, were fun. Yeah, flicks. I liked it. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Mm. See, I liked it. And you didn't care mm. for it as much. No, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't do it for me. All right. Well, the next two, I don't think you watched with me. Uh, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. I did not, and I want to see that one. It's okay. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like the first Shazam movie. I, I, not quite as good as that, though. It, it okay. Just, just more, more what the Flash movie what was trying to be. With the, <laughs> by the way, the didn't Flash, watch the Flash movie. Yeah, I didn't watch the Flash, guys. Don't worry, it's not my top ten. In fact, it might be in my bottom thing. No, anyway. What? It was just fucking stupid. Uh, you see, you don't watch Champions with me either, did you? No. Yeah, champions. Uh, yeah, the it's the one with Woody Harrelson coaching the uh, special needs basketball team. No, I didn't. Guys, that movie's really fucking good. I I was shocked. <laughs> is it um <laughs> is it like The Ringer in like you were prepared to kind of hate it and it actually I still haven't good? seen The Ringer, babe. You've talked about it. For You've never seen The Ringer? No. Giant Usle, well, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I watched that one. Well, shit, we're gonna have to yeah, watch it. I was expecting compare. it to be what I assume the ringer was based on the uh previews and almost the exact same trailer just with basketball or whatever instead of the tracker field track and field but yeah champions guys check it out i think it's on peacock it's it's pretty dang good you'd be surprised uh dungeons and dragons honor among thieves oh that was a good one yeah i think we're getting uh is that five okay that's number six on my list dungeons and dragons oh yeah that was a good that was a lot of fun I don't know shit about Dungeons and Dragons, so I don't know about any of the in-jokes and stuff, but I know I enjoyed it. Number five, Sisu. Oh. You remember Sisu? Yeah. Did you not like Sisu? It was really gory. Fuck yeah, it was. It was really gory. It was a little on the gory side for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was R-rated as fuck, guys. But it, 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 it's about a guy in the was it the Netherlands not Netherlands what are they called the Unterlands some shit like that yeah he finds gold Nazis try to take it from him mm-hmm. vengeance ensues that's yeah. all you fucking yeah. need for a I movie mean, yes <laughs> was it, it had a dog fuck yeah it did alright number four on my list Renfield yeah I really liked Renfield uh, Nick Cage <laughs> doing the role he was born to play no I don't know Hey, the dream role of Dracula and Nicholas Holt's good. Even Aquafina was good in small doses. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, Oppenheimer. That was really good, although it had a lot more sex scenes in it than either of us were prepared for, oh, totally. but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great flick, and then it just those quizzical things throughout. I, I, I assume to keep you from falling asleep, because there's definitely some parts where it's like, we get it. We get it. There, <laughs> Ticking clock. They're, oh no, we can't trust anybody. Ah, also might be going insane. Whatever. Yeah. Number two. Fast X. Fucking I love Fast X. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I watched Fade the Furious, I hated it. Now I kind of like it. Fast 9, it was very meh. For some reason, Fast X with Jason Momoa and Jason Momoa's all the stupidness. Because you need a great villain. Yeah, yeah. You need a great villain. But John villain. Cena was in Fast 9. Yeah, but he... Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, but now he's a good guy? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's all, oh, my brother, he gets all the attention and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not a villain. A villain is, you killed my dad, I'm gonna fuck your whole family up. I'm also gonna play with corpses in this PG-13 movie. Yeah, we did not get into that enough. But they've any guesses what my number one movie of 2023 was? What was it, Steve? We've seen it twice. Barbie. But really? Barbie. I really like Barbie. Barbie was great. I'm surprised it's your top. Even the second watch or whatever, I'm like, this is still fucking hilarious. And, you know, poignant, I might say. I don't know. Do you do you find it uh, any more poignant that uh, the male lead in a movie about misogyny was uh, is up for an Academy oh, Award nomination? Oh, I'm shocked and, and appalled! Oh my gosh, babe, award shows are bullshit. Oh, I know. So let's continue ours. Yeah, anyway. we have no respect for award shows. That's why we're continuing with ours. By the way, babe, you know it's going to be probably number one in 2024. Spoiler alert, because they were too cowardly to release it this year. Doom Part Two. Yeah. Will Florence Pugh be naked in every scene she is? Like she was in Oppenheimer? We'll find out. We can only hope. Will Austin Butler hang dong? Or will he be wearing space underwear like Sting in the original two? We can only hope. I want... Guys, I'm so fucking excited for that. Babe, just remember, HBO is not sponsoring this. We're going to be in theaters. (laughs) In theaters to see that dong. Oh, so much dong. But babe, those are some of the better movies from 2023. Yeah. The bad movies. Uh, do you want me to just do my bo- my five worst to see if you yes. agree? Yes. All right. Number five, Scream 6. Did you watch that with me? Nope. Yeah. Oh, I came home from a show when you were... I caught the last 20 minutes with you. <laughs> yeah, that's And you right, told me right. I didn't miss anything. You, you didn't miss shit. Uh, we could also put in 65 that we talked about earlier this year on an episode that, that was like my number uh, six. So yeah, yeah. 65 is bad. Uh, number four, Magic Mike's Last Dance. Oh, you didn't like it? I did not care for it. Especially since they stole the ending from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my god, The Last Dance, they 100% (laughs) stole from Sunny. Yeah, it, it was no Magic Mike double XL. No, of course not. What what really can be, but yeah, I I was expecting it to be a fun little romp and it was just him and Salma Hayek bitching about. They were trying to be all poignant and shit and that's not what those movies are about. Lame. Number three, Marlowe. I didn't watch it. Oh, you did? Did Le- I? Liam Neeson, the detective in like the 1920s. Oh! Uh, the Philip Marlowe oh! books. Did that come out this year? Yeah, that was this year. Yeah, that was back in like February or March or some shit. But, Weird. Yeah. I thought that, I legit 100% thought that movie came out in like 2003. Yeah, no, no, that was earlier this year. It feels like it came out like the same time as like Curse of the Jane Scorpion. Liam Neeson is an ageless wonder. <laughs> That movie was fucking weird. And I wanted it to be more... It it was really weird. And I wanted it to be more of anything it was trying to be. But it it wasn't enough... It wasn't weird enough to be weird. It wasn't straight enough to be straight. It was was, was a very awkward movie. Yeah, they didn't know what they wanted. And, And it was not enthralling at all. It was basically just people walking around talking about who gives a fuck. With a gray filter on. Yeah, 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 it was the the other time filter or whatever. The yeah. rain filter. Yeah. Uh, number two, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh. We talked about it on the podcast. Oh, no, there's a sequel. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, God, you know mm. what I really can't wait for? The Peter Pan the one. The Peter Pan one I'm actually excited about. <laughs> it's going to be great. Right? I'm ready for Hook to be a hero. 
Well, that's going to be the fucking hero. But babe, any guesses what my number one worst movie of 2023 was? Oh, 23. 20. That was the year we're talking yeah. about. No, 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 I'm talking about, wasn't that the Adam, Adam Driver one? Oh, 65? No, 65. No, no. I have no idea. What is it? Children of the Corn. Really? I did not like that movie. The one good thing about that movie was the little girl as the villain. Oh, she was fucking great. <laughs> Everything else about it, especially yeah. the fucking group monster at the end. Spoilers. Fucking retarded. <laughs> if they hadn't done the monster, that movie would have easily gotten a whole other star. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, it'd be in the fifth or sixth spot, probably. But yeah, yeah the you whole do... last half hour of the movie. I should have known it because you do really love Children of the Corn. I kind of do. But you love you some Malachi. I don't you, lo- you love you some Malachi. And this one even had friend of the podcast Bruce Spence in it. I know. For a minute. But it was written and directed by Kurt Vimmer. Who's he? Who's he, Steve? The ultraviolet guy. Uh, Equilibrium. Uh, oh, fuck. He's got a movie coming out this year that I was excited for until I found out he wrote it. What the fuck was it? Was it Beekeeper? I think it was Beekeeper. <laughs> Anyway, guys, still haven't watched Key Beekeeper, but uh, I mean, I gotta it should watch be streaming Jason soon. Statham. Yeah, we did finally watch Expendables. Steve, next year, January Statham. Not Jason Matham. That's right, Jason Matham. <laughs> By the way, Expendables. Uh, what do you think, babe? Great. Yeah, uh, maybe uh, not bottom five, but down towards the bottom. <sighs> oh, how about Operation Fortune Rue de Guerre? I wanted, that's another movie where I wanted more from it. It yeah, just it was, didn't deliver. It was just sort of boring. Yeah. It was, it was just sort of Jason Statham bitching about his job, which I can bitch about my job. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. How about Pope's Exorcist? Oh. Oh, that might get an honorable mention in yeah. my top, babe. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that, 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 that was one of those, like, I can't quite make the top 20 or whatever the hell I had, but it was yeah. like. Give it a try. It's not as dumb as you think. I mean, it's dumb, but it's It's, entertaining. Here's the thing. It it knew what it was, and it went hard. Guys, you want Russell Crowe with an Italian accent? Of course you do. Yeah, fighting demons for the Pope? Like, like, that that movie, like, you know what it is? It's what, um... They do. No. no, It's it's what the the Nun 2 wanted to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, but they knew what they were going for with this one, and they just went balls to the wall with it. Another one you guys should probably check out, though, uh, like, received no fanfare when it came out. Confess Fletch. Didn't watch it with you. I need to watch it still. Oh, yeah, yeah. You watched a lot while I was at shows this year, babe. Apparently, yeah. Uh, John Hamm as, you know, Fletch, you know, from the 80s Chevy Chase movies or whatever. Uh, but yeah, this one's, I guess, more like the books, allegedly, whatever. I don't know. It was still good. Just good and witty. I, I enjoyed it. It's everything Marlowe should have been. No, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So yeah, babe, without further ado, should we get into our categories for the movies we watched for the podcast? Oh, shit. All right. In our first category, we have 
Best Actor in an ELFM Movie. <gasps> and the nominees are Ed Harris, Knight Riders. Yeah! Dave Bautista, Kickboxer Vengeance. Ooh! <laughs> Mark Wahlberg, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. And Peter O'Toole, Stuntman. Yeah! Any particular winners from there, babe? Oh. It's your choice. I, I figure I'll read the uh, nominees. You oh, pick the winner. we're doing differently this I'm, year. I'm done with it. Yeah, let's do it. And the winner for Best Actor in an EILFM movie is Ed Harris from Nightwork Riders. Fuck yeah, those goddamn dreamy eyes. Yeah! <laughs> Look, guys, guys, if, if, I, if, if I you haven't seen Knight Riders, check it out, guys. If I have my way, Knight Riders is winning a lot of these categories. Oh. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> All right. You know what I'm aiming for. Yep. Uh, the next award, the over-the-top performance of the year. Oh, is it Ed Harris from Night Riders? Uh, no, no, no Night Riders on this one. But we have RJ from No Retreat, No Surrender. Oh, shit. Mark Wahlberg from Fear. <laughs> John C. McGinley, Born to be Wild. Oh. Jamie Presley in Torque. Oh. Everyone in Stone Cold. Yeah! Uh, Billy Drago in Cyborg 2 Glass Shadow. And Jason Lee in Mallrats. Oh, jeez. Oh, I have to go with my heart on this one. Uh, the winner for Over the Top Performance in an EILF film is Everyone in Stone Cold. Yeah! Everyone. 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 We're, we're talking about Stone. We're talking about... Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck, I'm trying to remember all the biker names. Trigger and uh, Chains and <laughs> William Forsythe. I don't know yeah. who his name was. All right. And now. Oh, that hair. Oh, Everyone's so, hair. Beautiful hair. Beautiful hair. Some mullets you know, as far as the eyes can see. Double awards for all the real bikers in the background. <laughs> yeah. And now the nominees for Worst Actor in an oh. EILFM movie Derek Luke. In Biker Boys. Oh. Paul Lowe, Highway to Hell. Oh. Jim Belushi in Red Heat. Oh. And Joe Piscopo in Dead Heat. <laughs> Who? <laughs> you don't even think about them, remember? <laughs> I love how much like caught you guys all off guard. <laughs> what do you guys, what do you think of Joe Piscopo? I don't. <laughs> I have no thoughts because he's completely dismissed from my life. Uh, so the winner for worst actor in an EILFM film is oh, it's got to be Derek Luke in Biker Boys. Yeah, Biker Boys. He's pretty bad in there. I mean, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll blame his character, but yeah. But uh, what, what's his name? Baby or something? Uh, uh, I don't even yeah. care. Yeah. <laughs> but now the best actress. Yeah. Actress. Actress. Something for the ladies. Nominees are Academy Award winner Michelle Yeoh for Stunt Woman. Yeah! Academy Award winner Shirley MacLaine for Guarding Tess. Oh, hell yeah! Teenage Jailbait Jennifer Conley in Phenomena. Zoe Bell in Death Proof. Oh, you're making this so hard. And Academy Award winner Jamie Lee Curtis for oh. Road Games. Oh, this is a hard right? one. 
Damn. Damn, I'm patting myself on the back for this list. Oh, man. Come on, teenage show bait. <laughs> I am going to have to go with for best actress in an ILFM film. Michelle Yeoh, she did so good in Stunt Woman. Yeah, check out Stunt Woman. Oh, we really enjoyed it. <laughs> I think it's more because, like, I knew everybody was good. Stunt Woman was so early in Michelle Yeoh's career, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Yeah, yeah. So I was sort of, so, like, it yeah, was the biggest surprise. Yeah, 97, so, yeah, like yeah, 25 years ago plus. Yeah, nuts. Yeah, she's always been that good. Yeah. Earn Sambo Hung. Check it out. Yeah. I know. The Taylioni Award, the worst actress. <laughs> uh, there's only two nominees this year. I- I'd give the actress's name Sarah Mullico Lane, but Lady Cop from Kickboxer Vengeance uh, or Julie from Knight Riders. The, oh, the, the girlfriend yeah, one. Yeah. The, the teenage jailbait girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Though she's like a 35 year old actress. Yeah. I have to give worst actress in an EILF movie to. Lady Cop. Lady Cop's really bad. Lady Cop was I mean, really bad. Yeah. So, sorry, Lady Cop. She la- Lady Cop, w- that, that was her equivalent of what? No. What? No. Lady Cop, It's your favorite song, babe. Yeah, you can stop that right now. <laughs> babe, it's your favorite award now. The Fuck You Science Award. Fuck yes, this is the best award, guys. Okay. And the nominees are? <laughs> this is the core award. Yeah. <laughs> Luke is no longer a Universal Soldier in Universal Soldier The Return. (laughs) Remembering all your past lives. Infinite. The ability to control bugs. Phenomena. (laughs) Getting to Mars and living there. Mission to Mars and Red Planet. (laughs) Anything. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. (sighs) Future tube television technology in Cyborg 2 Glass Shadow. Uh, <laughs> Road navigation in Joyride. Uh, How dinosaurs are reanimated in Prehysteria 2 and 3. Uh, and how dinosaurs are reanimated in Pterodactyl. Uh, <laughs> Which one gets the fuck you science over Oh, this is really, really hard. <laughs> it's so hard. You know what? The Fuck You Science Award, I think, has to go to Getting to Mars and Living There. <laughs> Mission to Mars and Red Planet. Congratulations! Uh, December. You you guys, I don't think the uh, the aluminum foil is keeping you alive. I just, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Ooh, and another fan favorite. The Most Ridiculous Accent. Yeah, oh, this should be a good year for it. it re- yeah, here we go. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. In all the movies we did of his for January. <laughs> the Texans in Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls. Oh, Jesus. I, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> right? Last February. Check it out, everybody. Uh, Emma's Scottish accent in Prehysteria 3. Ooh. Arnold's Austro-Russian accent in Red Heat. Ooh. Tom Hanks as Geppetto in Disney's Pinocchio. Oh, God. <laughs> All Philadelphians in Invincible. <laughs> Nicholas Cage in World Trade Center. Oh, God. Nicholas Cage and John Hurt in Captain Corelli's Mandolin. <laughs> and Iman Walker in Lord of War. Oh. 
Well, the winner of Worst Accent in an AILFM movie is... It's Most Ridiculous most Accent. Most Ridiculous Accent. My apologies. Tom Hanks is Geppetto. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. <laughs> oh, that's a boy. <laughs> oh, God. It was just so annoying and bad. Like, I think he got Dick Van Dyke's uh, dialect trainer. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Now the Michael Bay Award for the best ridiculous explosion yeah. in the uh, movie. The final stunt in Hooper. Ooh. Sexplosion in Cyborg 2 Glass <laughs> Shadow. Everything in Stone Cold. I mean. Everything in Action USA. Also. The World War One assault in The Stuntman. Ooh. The Research Center in Universal Soldier <laughs> The Return. The entire town of redemption in The Quick and the Dead. True, true. Blowing up the mine in in The Shadows of Kilimanjaro. <laughs> the compound in Death Cheaters. Oh. And the barn in Stunts. Oh, God, this is a hard one. A lot of ridiculous explosions. A lot of ridiculous explosions. Oh, man. You know what, though? The, be- the most... The best and most ridiculous explosion mm-hmm. in any ILFM movie is the sexplosion. Sure, from the fuck Cyborg is. I knew you were going to pick that one. Shadow. <laughs> Starting the movie off hot. <laughs> well, it's one of those, like, even though we'd seen it before, we still were like, what? <laughs> like, every time. <laughs> Damn right. All right. Best special effects in an EILFM movie. We have Ooh. Infinite. Mm hmm. Buddy. Mm-hmm. Remember the apes? The yeah. Jim Henson apes, yeah. apparently. Stunt Rock. Oh. Highway to Hell. Ooh. And Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio stop motion. Oh. Oh, that is a tough one. And just a wide range, too. Yeah, so. a lot of different kinds. But I am going to have to go with, for best special effects in an ELFM movie, the one where I think the most people could have been killed. Stunt rock. Yeah! <laughs> Stunt! Stunt rocker! <laughs> Alright. And now the best example of how not to CGI or 3D. Oh. Or as I call it, the Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Yeah! We have Seth's death in Universal Soldier The Return. Ugh. Anything involving driving in Torque. Oh. The final boss in Call the Conqueror. Oh. The Rorschach ghost at the end of House on Haunted Hill. Ooh. And the alien from Mission to Mars. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, these were all terrible. Right? But what's the best example of how not to do something with CGI? Uh, the best example of how to not CGI in an EILFM movie is the one that made me the most carsick. anything in torque yeah if i want to fit if it physically induces vomit then you've done it wrong i i don't hardly remember torque because i had my eyes closed so much (laughs) because i was physically dizzy well there you go (laughs) all right and now the nominees for best death in an eilfm movie Ooh. dolph lundgren in universal soldier day of reckoning Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Oh. 
Sexplosion in <laughs> Cyborg 2 Glass Shadow. Centrifugal Explosion in Mission to Mars. Stuntman Mike in Death Proof. Everyone in Stone Cold. Everyone! Oh, uh, Iko Uwe's opponent with the broken window in Mile 22. Mm. That was a good one. Uh, aluminum sheet decapitation in Phenomena. Phenomena. Uh, Dr. Etheridge and the Sprinkler in Primal Rage. Uh, the Dummy Kills in Stunts. Hellcop in Highway to Hell. King Billy in Night Riders. <laughs> oh, fuck, I just remember that one. Uh, okay for that trip. Okay. Uh, the Elephant Head Stomp in Wild Beasts. Dr. McNabb Explosion in Dead Heat. Because you're a chat guy. Hey. Yeah. Uh, the Girlfriend in the House in The Car. That's right. Yep. So many good ones. And Big Willie in Biker Boys. Oh, this is a hard one. <laughs> Everybody, welcome Eric LaSalle to the set. And that's a wrap on Eric LaSalle. All right. There's a lot of excellent kills. Hell yeah, there are. So many good ones. This is a very tough choice. But the best kill in any ILFM movie is the sexplosion from Cyborg 2. It sure is. Guys, watch Cyborg 2 Black Shadow. <laughs> it's in like the first ten minutes, so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think you see Angelina Jolie before it happens. No, this is like the prototype. That's right. All right. Now the best chase scene Ooh. in the ILFM movie. We have the final chase in Death Proof. Ooh. The helicopter convertible house chase in Stunts. Yeah. Stone and Ice in Stone Cold. Yeah. Motors- oh, yeah, the, the motorcycles and the semi-chasing thing in uh, Best of the Best 4 without warning. Yeah. So many chases in Action USA. <laughs> the Mad Max level chase at the end of uh, Race with the Devil. Oh, yeah. The bus chase in Red Heat. Yeah. The van and police uh the van and train police chase in Born to be Wild. <laughs> the dune buggy chase in Death Cheaters. The chariot race in Hooper. The final chase in Highway to Hell. The chase through town in Stone. The final chases in Torque. The speed gondolas in Bangkok Dangerous. Yeah. Car versus Cheetah in Wild Beasts. And the snowy car chase shootout in Four Brothers. Oh, man. A lot of chases this year. A lot of chases. Actually, what I was thinking isn't even on that list. Oh. Do you have a write-in? No, no. I'll go with one off the list. What were you thinking? Shh. I'm going off the list. Okay. Okay. My secrets are my own. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. Keep your secrets. As Elijah Wood might say. <laughs> Is he ready for Elijah Wood? <laughs> oh man, so many good chase scenes. But the best chase scene in an EILFM movie is... Oh, it's so hard. But I'm going to go with the dune buggy chase in Death Cheaters. <laughs> good old Death Cheaters. Yeah. Mostly because, once again, I think the most people could have been killed doing that. I mean... <laughs> I'm sure they didn't have a permit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know they didn't have a permit. Uh, speaking of people getting hurt, the best fight scene. Yeah! 
Kurt versus Tong Po in Kickboxer Vengeance. Yeah. The Final Stand in Legionnaire. Oh, yeah. Anything Eco Uwe's in Mile 22. Yeah. The Motorcycle Fights in Knight Riders. Oh, yeah. Luke versus Seth in Universal Soldier The Return. Marky Mark versus Chiwetel Ejiofor in Full Brothers. Yeah. All right. Really great fights. But I think the best fight scene, the Jackie Chan Award, in an EILFM movie. <laughs> I got to do the motorcycles that fights from Knight Riders, guys. There's yeah. so many good ones, but guys, it's on motor. It's jousting on motorcycles. Come on. Yeah, Tom Savini. Oh, sexy Tom Savini. <laughs> Sexier Tom Savini. Sexier Tom Savini. And now the nominees for everybody's favorite, the Can't Get That Time Back Award. Uh, and the nominees are In Hell, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, uh, Once Upon a Girl, uh, Forest Warrior, uh, Adventures in Dinosaur City, uh, <laughs> Debbie Does Dallas 2, uh, Bangkok Dangerous, uh, Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls, uh, and World Trade Center. Oh, easy. Easy. This is an easy one. Can't get that, that back award. World Trade Center. Yep, really can't get that back. No. <laughs> <sighs> uh, I don't want to have to watch any of them again, but that's the one I would like to see the least. E- even least th- less than uh, Debbie Does Dallas 2? No. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, porn month is kind of a bad idea. Por- the, the porn month, like, it just is what it is. World mm-hmm. Trades, all the World Trade Center movies, guys. All of them? <sighs> all of them. You show me a good one. No thanks. Uh, Alright, now one of my favorite awards. The Most Questionable Hero Award. Yeah! These are the quote-unquote heroes of the movie that maybe aren't as heroic as you might think. What? And the nominees are Mother Goose, Once Upon a Girl. Ooh. Anyone in Mile 22. Anyone. Rip in Wild Beasts. Yeah. The zoo guy. Yeah, the zookeeper. Gertrude Lintz in Buddy. Mm. Yeah, we looked up the real history. Yeah. Anyone in Stuntman. (laughs) Lewis and Fullen in Joyride. Mm-hmm. King Billy in Night Riders. <laughs> oh, Kid and or Smoke in Biker Boys. That's right, uh, it's Kid, not Baby. Kid. The main guy in No Exit uh, fa- slash Fatal Combat. Oh. Yeah, what was his name? It was like a... Uh... It doesn't matter. That's right, it was like Stone, but... Remember it was like Dr. Stone, but allegedly it was Stoneman, but they kept saying Stone. Yeah. Know. Anyway, that guy. Dirk Diggler in Boogie Nights. Oh. Yuri Orlov in Lord of War. <laughs> Rick Santoro in Snake Eyes. Oh. Dr. Lovecraft in Pterodactyl. Uh. <laughs> Hooper in Hooper. Uh-huh. Chad Lowe in Highway to Hell. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme in Hell. Yeah. Joe and Kong in Bangkok Dangerous. <laughs> The entire Wilderness Family in Adventures of the Wilderness Family. <laughs> the Four Brothers in Four Brothers. And the Dad in Fear. Oh. Well. The most I, questionable of those heroes. I think the most questionable in this podcaster's eyes. 
most questionable hero in an EILFM movie in this podcaster's eyes. I think it's the dad from Fear. Really? Yeah. I don't feel like... He could have handled things differently? I think he... Yeah. 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 He should have done more to protect his family. Then kill somebody? (laughs) Uh, before He should have let it get that far. (laughs) Nice. All right. And now the nominees for the Cashing It In Award. Bill Osco's Alice in Wonderland. Why is that nominated? Because it apparently made $90 million. Oh my god, really? Yeah, in the 70s. Jesus. Yeah, which is like a trillion today. Yeah. Yeah, for porn. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey for copyright infringement. Nah, it's out of copyright. Well, capitalizing on the lack of copyright infringement. Yeah, cashing it in when they could. Yeah. And Cole the Conqueror, because they basically took a Conan 3 script and made it PG-13. Oh, this is easy. The Cashing It In Award is called The Conqueror. They knew what they were doing. But they didn't make no $90 million. No, but they tried. I mean, they tried, yeah. But one succeeded. (laughs) Call The Conqueror it is. And now, the nominees for theme song, the theme music of the year. Temptation, sing! We have... Wild Horses! Uh, by the Sundays in fear. Flash of the blade by Iron Maiden. Phenomenon. <laughs> Chick Habit by April March in Death Proof. Oh, ooh. Hang up your chick habit. Hang it up, daddy, or you'll be alone in a quick. Hang up the chick habit. Hang it up, daddy, or you'll never get another fix. I'm telling you it's not a trick. Pay attention, don't be sick, or you're liable to get licked. You're gonna see the reason why when By the facade band in Primal Rage. Yeah. Stunt Rocker by Sorcery. Stunt Rock. And the theme song to Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls. Uh, the winner for uh, best song in any LFM movie is Stunt Rocker! <laughs> and now the nominees for best cameo in any ILFM movie. We have Jean-Claude Van Damme in No Retreat, No Surrender. Dirk Diggler's Penis in Boogie Nights. <laughs> K. 
Cameron Mitchell in Action USA. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried in Highway to Hell. The Ghost of the Mom in Four Brothers. Dan Haggerty in Danger USA slash Mind Trap. <laughs> Paul Rubens in Buddy. Friend of the podcast, John C. McGinley in World Trade Center. Eight times, Steve. Anyway. <laughs> Vincent Price in Dead Heat. Stephen and Tabitha King in Night Riders. That guy looks like Stephen King. Because <laughs> it is Stephen King. But he really looks like Stephen King. I hope so. <laughs> Javi Feierstein in Cole the Conqueror. Jeffrey Combs in High- uh, House on Haunted Hill. Phil Hartman in Stunt Rock. <laughs> and Eva Marie in Inconceivable. Ooh, this is a tough one this year. Right? But I am going to have to go with the best cameo in EILFM movie. Ah, oh, they're so good. <sighs> can I guess the two you're probably deciding between? I don't know. Is there more? Yeah, you can guess. I was thinking you were going to say Gilbert Godfrey or John C. McGinley. <laughs> The choice is yours. I know, but that actually isn't the two I was going between. Oh, oh. I am going to have to go with Jeffrey Coombs and House on Haunted Hill. Of I love course, Jeffrey Coombs. Jeffrey Coombs. <clears throat> and but of all the, the cameos in Highway to Hell, I'm surprised you went with Gilbert Godfrey. Well, yeah. Because also... he was Hitler. <laughs> anyway. I mean, yes. And then uh, uh, Adam Sandler. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben yeah. Stiller. Again, the whole Stiller family. Yeah, all of the Stillers. <laughs> all of the Stillers. Even the sister no one talks about. No. I think she was on SNL, Steve. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't talk about her. <laughs> and now the nominees for Best One-Liner in an EILFM movie. It's like my grandma used to say, Why buy the cow when you get the sex for free? <laughs> Mall rats. I'm a star, I'm a star, I'm a big shining star. Boogie Nights. Thank you, but I prefer my way. Lord of War. Ego's not your amigo, homie. Mile 22. Clean up on aisle four. Stone Cold. I'm horrible at making babies. Inconceivable. It's about family. It's always been about family. The Haunting. Maybe I thought the wrong category. <laughs> Not a lot of the big one-laners this year. I had, to, I had to stretch some. Well, I have to go with the best one-liner in an ELFM movie. Thank you, but I prefer it to my way. Good call. <laughs> it's used a handful of times in that movie, and each time is perfection. There you go. Mm-hmm. And now the nominees for biggest plot hole in an ELFM movie. Uh, literally everything in Infinite. True. So, Detective Terrence Howard didn't know about the Crooked Cop? In Four Brothers? <laughs> that he's not shot as a biker at the end of the movie? Stone Cold? 90,000 baboons? Really? In the Shadow of Kilimanjaro? <laughs> All the time jumps in Mile 22? Where it's like, we only have eight hours, cut to 15 minutes later. We only have two hours. Yeah. Where are they? In Joyride? <laughs> For some reason, when I keep picturing Joyride, I keep picturing, uh, like, in my head, I just keep picturing Drive Angry. And I, mean, I need to not. Yeah, this is the worst version, though. Uh, based on a true story? 
buddy. And so you just have a police dog now? Canine. A lot of good plot holes here. But I think I may have to go with everything in infinite. Yeah. Everything in infinite. <laughs> Such an interesting movie up until it's like, oh no, this is just kind of dumb. But all right, I get it. And now everybody's favorite award around the world. Oh. The most gratuitous boobies. Gratuitous In an boobies. EILFM movie. And babe, you see this is like at least half a page. It is. It is. We didn't even include the porn, right? Top of the list, we did Porn Month, remember? <laughs> so, but are those really gratuitous? Those aren't gratuitous. That's the point of that movie. There you go. Several locations in Stone Cold. <laughs> the stripper and the cake in Hooper. Ooh. Angelina Jolie and the opening scene sexplosion in Cyborg 2 Glass Shadow. Lots of times in Action USA. Sure, true. The first four minutes of nudity in Red Heat. <laughs> the Satanic Ritual in Race with the Devil. Hoffa's Casino and Hell Beast in Highway to Hell. <laughs> uh, Nikki Whalen in Inconceivable, when she's in the lake. Yeah, it's a little cold out there. Uh, multiple locations in House on Haunted Hill. Penelope Cruz in Captain Corelli's Mandolin. That's right, we see some boobies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Priscilla Barnes and her three nipples in Mallrats. Several locations in Knight Riders. <laughs> oh yeah, the girl presenting to Gibson Rickenbacker in Cyborg. Pooh ripping her shirt off in Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Nikki... Oh, do I have Nikki Whalen in here twice? Apparently I do, because I have Nikki Whalen skinny dipping <laughs> so in Inconceivable. We have Steve's favorite. There we go. Uh, all the hippie boobies in Stone. Yeah. Uh, the clubhouse bar fight in Universal Soldier The Return. And Lady Cops A-Cups in Kickboxer Vengeance. It's a lot of gratuitous boobies, babe. A lot. Um, I am going to have a write-in vote for this. Oh, shit. We didn't officially review it. We did do a mini-review. The winner for most gratuitous oh, boobies in an that movie is Oppenheimer. Lawrence Pugh and Oppenheimer. Congratulations. <laughs> I you finally won an award, Florence. I think that's the definition of gratuitous boobies. But You know what? I'll allow it. Because it's fucking true. But I will do a, uh, a runner-up for, um, for <laughs> Every Time in Action USA. Because yeah. that also felt very gratuitous. But the winner is Oppenheimer. <laughs> you picturing uh, Cameron Mitchell in a hot tub with the ladies? Also runner-up, the entire uh, shower fight scene full of man boobies in Red Heat. Red Heat, yeah, the first four minutes. Oh, they go out onto like the frozen lake and oh, just yeah. dongs swinging in the wind. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Venal Thorson. Yeah. yeah. Anyway... <laughs> Good to be, see Sven's old Thorson. So, congratulations to all of our winners Woo! out there. Uh, yeah, babe, anything you're looking forward to in uh, 2024? I mean, we're just wrapping up Highlander Month, so that's yeah. plenty of gratuitous movies coming oh, up from yeah. that one. We got a big variety of movies for the rest of February, Marky March, I'm April. excited to see what this year brings, because we're doing it a little looser than we normally do. So I'm excited to see what our amazing uh, fans and friends and patrons have to 
to send to us. That's right. And guys, if you want to have your movie presented on here, just hit us up on all the major podcatchers and everything I learned from movies. But you can hit us up directly on Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, and Blueski at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I, learned I learned from, from movies. movies. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Steve, where can we find you? I just said all of it. Oh, oh, I'm everywhere. I'm omnipotent. Everything I learned from movies. movies. <laughs> uh, so yeah, guys. Yeah, keep in touch. We got some fun stuff coming up this year. We got some yeah. fun trips planned. Yeah, maybe we'll have some uh, some travel episodes like we used to oh, do. Yeah. Bring the mini recorder. Oh, just wait till next year. All the road trips we're planning oh, oh so boy. excited so excited it's a big year for steve next year <laughs> Woo! and your wife's turning 40 oh my god is it time to replace you is that what you're saying no it's good <laughs> time for me to take half your stuff <laughs> oh! uh, so yeah i guess until next time <laughs> i'm steve and i'm izzy and this is Everything, Everything I learned from movies. movies. A big thank you to everybody out Woo! there, all the people so that much. voted. Well, I guess that's just us, but no, everyone that listens, we love you guys. You guys are the best. Hit him up with that Congo theme. No, no, wait, bring in that Life Force theme.